the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live. Um, I continue to pray for the people of Ukraine. Please pray that um, evil will be repelled. And that, folks, listen, that is absolutely biblical to pray against evil and darkness. And what Russia is doing to Ukraine is evil. It represents darkness. It is wicked. It is ungodly. And, um, you know, one of the things that that really, really troubles me is the Russian Orthodox Church. Hey, welcome to Bob Bernie Live. I don't think I welcomed you or gave you my phone number. 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. I'd love to hear from you if you'd like to talk. Again, 877-BOB-LIVE. One of the things that has amazed me is the relationship between Vladimir Putin and the Russian Orthodox Church. Um, Putin, in fact, claims to be a Christian. He has claimed to be a part of the uh, Russian Orthodox Church. And I know this firsthand. This is not rumor or innuendo. I know firsthand from people on the ground in Russia that the Russian Orthodox Church has a very tight relationship with Vladimir Putin and his government. Where has the leadership of the Russian Orthodox Church been in condemning this aggression and murderous war in Ukraine? Where are the leaders of the Russian Orthodox Church in condemning this and calling out Vladimir Putin? Where are they? I think it's just incredibly disappointing, and I think it, I think it makes them complicit. Um, continue to pray that God would just wonderfully and miraculously intervene and... Uh, that the people of Ukraine could repulse this uh, onslaught. Yesterday, there was a lot of talk in the media, a lot of talk in the media, both European media uh, and American media, that Russia has bit off more than they can chew. There's this uh, 40-mile-long convoy outside of Kiev, and it's stalled, and the the tanks are breaking down, and the the troops are uh, uh, they're quitting, and uh, uh, they don't have food, they don't have fuel, 
And um, uh, it looks like Putin has made a terrible mistake. And uh, that was yesterday. Today, the Russian army, the, the Russian military are continuing to advance. It is true that this 40-mile-long convoy is kind of stalled, but I read one reliable military source that said they're not stuck, they're not stuck in the mud, they haven't run out of fuel. They're waiting. They're just waiting. Until aerial assault, missile assaults, uh, do such damage to Kiev, the capital of Ukraine, that then they can just roll in to town with this 40-mile-long convoy. So they're just waiting to pounce. What is the truth? I don't pretend to know. I don't pretend to know. But I know this. Russia is intentionally targeting civilian areas. We're seeing just horrifying video coming out of Ukraine of large apartment buildings that are all civilian. These are not military barracks. These are apartment buildings where innocent civilians live, and they're completely destroyed. We're talking high-rise apartment buildings just brought to complete rubble. Thousands of people have already been dead. 1.1 million people have fled Ukraine already. And um, now I'm not doom and gloom, and I'm not a pessimist, but I'm a realist. And all I'm saying is, yesterday, there were a lot of positive stories, like You know, they may be successful in in repulsing this attack. That was yesterday. It is not looking nearly as positive today. The uh, president of Ukraine held a press conference this afternoon, uh, his time. Now, they're, I think, seven hours ahead in Ukraine. But he held a press conference with uh, journalists from around the world, and I think the most telling thing, the most heartbreaking thing out of that entire press conference was an American journalist asked the president of Ukraine, uh, have you talked to President Biden recently? President Zelensky said, yes. And then the question, are you pleased How did the conversation go? Are you pleased with what America is doing? And do you believe that America was late? Do you believe that America was late in coming to your aid? President Zelensky said uh, the conversation was good. In his broken English, he said it was good. And then I don't remember exactly how he said it, and I don't want to present it verbatim because I I don't recall. But he expressed briefly he was disappointed that America had been so late. 
And that's exactly the opposite of what President Biden told the nation in the State of the Union address. He said, we've been preparing for this for months. We've been in contact with the people in Ukraine for months. We, uh, And the president of Ukraine himself, now he was trying to be very kind and gracious. And immediately after that, he said, we appreciate America. We, we appreciate. But he did say that he was disappointed that we were so late. Broke my heart that we who pride ourselves on being the keepers of freedom around the world were late. And I think because of that, uh, the consequences will be disastrous. Anyway, um, and I'll leave it at that. Pray for the people of Ukraine. Pray for these brave, not only soldiers, thousands and thousands of civilians in Ukraine have taken up arms to fight for their freedom and for their families. Pray for them. Today's news, God's Word, and your thoughts. This is Bob Bernie Live. What Russia is doing to Ukraine is criminal. First, I hope that it is just stopped. But then secondly, I hope that Vladimir Putin is tried for war crimes. It's criminal. Now, this is not on the same level at all. I want to make that clear. This is not on the same level at all. But I also believe that what's happening in Washington, D.C. schools is also criminal. Again, it's not on the same level at all all. What am I talking about? All across America, the mask mandates are falling. The NFL today announced all of the COVID-19 protocols done, over, finished, none. No mask, no test, no nothing. The, the pandemic is over as far as the NFL is concerned. Done, over finished. The CDC has declared that the overwhelming majority of Americans should put their masks away. Just put them away. You don't need them anymore. Numbers are beginning to fall, or not beginning. Numbers are falling dramatically. Factories, companies are dropping the mask mandate. Cities are dropping the mask mandate. Congress dropped the mask mandate. The president has said, yeah, well, we're going to drop the mask mandate. And then we come to Washington, D.C. And the public schools issued this statement today. And I quote, Washington, D.C. public schools will continue to impose an indoor mask mandate for all students, 
staff, and visitors. Students, staff, and visitors will no longer be required to wear a mask when outdoors. Masks will continue to be required for all students, staffs, and visitors while indoors. Now, I've said this before, and please forgive me for being repetitious, but of all of the demographic groups in America, the group that was least at risk, the group that should have been least required to wear masks, children. We've known this from the beginning. That's what all the data, that's what all the statistics, it's what all the science has said. Children are not very susceptible to COVID. Omicron was a little different. Children were more susceptible. But again, very, very, very few hospitalized and almost none died. Far less dangerous than the annual flu. Far less dangerous than riding your bike. Less dangerous than playing at the local playground. And yet all across America, teachers' unions and local school districts forced little children to wear masks when there was no data indicating that they needed to. It was all out of fear from the teachers and the teachers' union. We don't want those kids making us sick. We don't want to go to school and have a bunch of those snotty-nosed kids making us sick. So we're going to make them wear a mask. Again, I I try to be pretty balanced and uh, easygoing. I think this is criminal. We know that masks do very little good for children. We also know that masks do a great deal of harm to children. Academically, socially, mentally, emotionally, and physically. We know that. And so all across America, people are saying, okay, throw your masks away, except you little kids. Washington, D.C. will continue a mask mandate for all children, staff, and visitors, basically in defiance of science. And I keep, I keep saying this, but it's true. It is not the right, it is not the conservatives, and it's certainly not the Christians that are the science deniers. It's really the left. Those are the science deniers. And then speaking of school districts, what about this story out of Michigan? I don't know that I'm going to be able to finish it before the break. If not, I'll finish it after the break. Rochester Community Schools in Michigan. The Detroit News, not exactly a right-wing conservative news source, the Detroit News has uncovered the fact that Rochester community schools have been keeping dossiers on parents 
who are critical of the school board. Yeah, parents who dare to get involved in their own child's education. They've been investigating them. They have assigned people in the school district to monitor the social media presence of parents. And if a parent is critical of the school board, teachers, or whatever, whether it's mass or or uh, the COVID rules and regulations or critical race theory or whatever, the Detroit News has reported that the Rochester Community Schools have investigated and found out where these parents work. They're employers. And they have called some of the employers of these quote-unquote problematic parents and at least a handful of parents have been fired from their job because the school district investigated them, what they said on social media and so on, contacted their their boss at their employer and said, <clears throat> maybe you should... Uh, have second thoughts about employing this person. They've been giving us problems. This is the kind of thing that happens in Russia. I mean, seriously, this is the kind of thing that happens in a communist country. Um, I don't know whether they violated any laws. I don't know. I don't know what federal laws are like on this. I have no idea what Michigan laws are. But now that this has been discovered, the Detroit News has reported it. A local TV station is reporting it, WJBK-TV. I would hope that if these school board members and employees of the school district are not prosecuted... They'll at least be fired. That's unthinkable. And it's happening here in America. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.